hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a blessed day today. And, you know, where do you even start after yesterday's circus act? You know, I told Dad yesterday we were talking. I said, I pretty much have come to the conclusion now we're in a big, giant movie. This is a big set, and this is a theater drama program, and we're pretty much just watching it from the outside. Yesterday was so ridiculous on both sides on every level. And, you know, I've talked to a few people about it because, you know, everybody's got their own opinion about what happened yesterday. And, you know, everybody, you know, and it's everybody's right to have their own opinion. You know, was the Capitol building storming? Was it legal? Was it illegal? Is it illegal to break into your home that you paid for? I don't know. The Capitol building's only standing because of our taxpayer dollars. Is the government by the people for the people? But is it going in violently and storming the area? Is, is that okay? You know? There's questions you have to look and reflect on at this current time in America. I mean, I know one thing that was very disturbing to see was the Air Force veteran Ashley Babbitt, who's basically shot point-blank range when she was climbing over one of the doors, shot in the neck. And people say, well, she was trespassing. Was she trespassing? It's the government, right? It's made by us, supposedly funded by us, for us. So is it trespassing to go into your own building? I don't know. It's for, I guess, America to decide how far we're going to allow this to go and how far we're also willing to take it. I know that there's no question about it that we absolutely have to throw out some of these treasonous individuals. I mean, I saw Schumer yesterday uh, pretty much almost stating uh, sedition talk. I mean, the asked of what he was discussing, I mean, treasonous talk basically came in and declared what happened yesterday to be another Pearl Harbor attack, which, I mean, you're straight up spitting on the graves of over 2,400 American soldiers that died in the Pearl Harbor attack when you even remotely say what happened yesterday was even closely related. But that's what he does. He's, he's a complete and total buffoon. He's taken more lobbyist money and more special interest money than just about anybody in there, and he may be our Senate Majority Leader. So... I don't know. Where do you where do you start with what happened yesterday, Dad? What do you, what do you think about all this right now? <laughs> you know, Austin, this whole thing is a giant psychop is all it is. Yeah. You know, when when we basically, you know, went into Okinawa in Japan, we basically bombarded Okinawa for days and days and days and days and days. Yep. And when we did this, it was to soften up the target. And the United States has been bombarded now for an entire year with COVID. I mean, we have actually, you know, <laughs> for a better term of it, been at war for a year with the globalists, the vaccine pushers, about what we're going to do as far as the country at this point. And we've been softened up in preparation for the amphibious assault landings on the island of Okinawa, U.S. naval elements began bombardment of shoreline positions, 13,000 rounds of artillery fire by U.S. Navy guns, and 3,095 sorties by carrier planes are fired at the landing sites 
on Okinawa. The official start of the Battle of Okinawa, the morning of April the 1st, U.S. Navy ships rained an additional pre-landing bombardment of 4,000, excuse me, 44,000 shells, 33,000 rockets, and 22,000 mortar shells, plus napalm attacks by carrier planes on the beaches. And here's where we find ourselves. It may not be Okinawa, but it is the United States of America, and the Kabbalists have rained and rained and rained and rained all of these attacks on the United States now for the past hundred years. First with their international banking cartels, the never-ending wars, the never-ending taking over the different countries in the Middle East, the never-ending overthrowing of the government with the CIA of all of these South American countries, like 70 countries now we have overthrown in the United States, and it never ends. And they have softened up the United States now this last year with all of this COVID mess and this constant shutting down of our businesses, the shutting down of the very livelihood of the patriots in the United States, now the shutting down of the airline industry and stopping us from travel and locking us in our homes and forcing us to wear face diapers. And here we sit, completely and totally devastated mentally, emotionally, about what's going on in the United States. The patriots get to the point now where they're following an absolutely lousy leader called Donald Trump, who if he really would have had the sense that God gave a jackrabbit yesterday instead of hiding in his limousine when the patriots were marching into the Capitol building, and the gates were opened, by the way, by the Capitol Police to let them in. Just thought I'd mention that. Donald yep. Trump should have picked up an American flag. He should have picked up an American flag, and he should have led the Patriots into the Capitol building himself. And I guarantee you the Capitol Police would not have shot the President of the United States. And he should have brought the Patriots into the Capitol building, and they should have staged a sit-in with the President as the lead saying, we will not stand for this. But what did Trump do? He hid in his limousine. Hid in his limousine Why Ashley Babbitt, the great Patriot, basically died. Now, Ashley Babbitt is a San Diego Air Force veteran, and basically she's the one who died yesterday, and she was a huge proponent of Q. Okay, I'm going to say this again. Her Twitter page contained references to QAnon, which is the extremist group, basically, that believes that nothing that Trump did and does is not planned by Donald Trump being the great 3D chess player. And it's sad to me because Ashley Babbitt was a good person. I personally believe, and I'm going to say this, she needs to lay in state in the rotunda in the Capitol building. If that traitor John McCain can lay in that, in that rotunda building, this woman can. The flag of the United States should have been dipped in her blood yesterday, and it should be held for the patriots to see as something for them to, let, to rally with, to realize this woman did absolutely nothing wrong, but she stood for the United States of America, and she was probably led into this Capitol building by a group of Antifa thugs who were dressed as Trump supporters, which they asked them to do. But yet it doesn't make any difference. She was doing what she thought was right as a veteran of the United States of America. And she was murdered, murdered by a Capitol Police officer who yet they have not yet told us the person's name. She was completely unarmed, and there was absolutely no reason to shoot her. He was going for a headshot. He got her in the neck. He was going for a lethal shot. 
if he really wanted to prove a point, he could have shot her in the foot, in the leg, or whatever. He did not have to go for a headshot. This was ludicrous. The entire thing is ludicrous. And here we are. The entire world is stunned. I mean, stunned today and yesterday. I had one of my friends from Switzerland contact me last night and said, what in the heck are you people doing in the United States? The world is sitting here aghast at what is what happening in the United States. But yet we realize that, you know, we as the American patriot are in a situation that we don't want to be in. We know that the tree of liberty has to be refreshed with the blood of tyrants, according to one of our leaders. And we know that we've got a problem right now, that we've lost the United States of America. Austin and I have been warning you about this for the past two years. I warned you about the fact that Donald Trump was going to win this election, was going to be strictly contested, and he would probably not be allowed to get in the office. I've been telling you that for weeks. And now Pence, who basically is a globalist and also a Zionist, don't forget that about Pence, he is basically saying that he, you know, is going to support Biden in the orderly transitions with the presidential office being given to Biden on the 20th. And Donald Trump now, they're actually saying they're going to charge him and try to impeach him to get him out of office before the 20th, which is going to be ridiculous because it'll never get through that quickly. I mean, this whole thing is like a giant circus clown show, like you said, also, like we're in a movie and it's all been scripted. The problem is it's not a funny movie to me or to you or to anybody else. And this bombardment of the United States with COVID, which I now believe was a staged event with the release of this virus before this election to allow all of these absentee ballots to be mailed in to create this giant absolute election fraud. And here we are. We've got a virus that's real, that's killing people. We, it's very real. You know, it, it can be easily contained through the use of proper supplementation, but the virus is very real, especially for people over the age of 60, 70 years of age who have comorbidities. And we have all of these businesses, over 100,000 restaurants now closed permanently, many, many more businesses closed permanently, and we see ourselves in a situation where we're being programmed with mass group mind think by the Kabbalist Luciferians. Guys, this is an absolute mess that we have found ourselves in. Last night, a good friend of mine, Tom, basically sent me a text and said, you know, I'm so depressed, I don't know what to do. And I, I gave him a voice text back, and I said, brother, I said, this is not the time to be depressed. This is a time to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter of our faith. And he's the one that we have to rely on and we have to depend on right now. It's time for the people in the pulpit to wake up and stop playing pansy politics and tell the people the truth. It's time for all of us to do the same thing and realize that Jesus Christ is the only answer we have for this country, that this country has spiritual rot that a political solution is not going to fix. And that's where we are right now. So yes, Austin, I agree with you. What we have here in the United States is complete and total show, a farce of what we used to be. We are a shell of the republic that we once were. We've allowed our never-ending wars and our never-ending money printing and our never-ending, basically, 
subjection to the power of the Rothschild banking cartel to destroy the once great United States of America. We were once the greatest lender in the entire world back in 1900. We were the largest creditor nation in the world. And now we're the largest debtor nation in the world because we've allowed ourselves to basically fall under the spell of a Kabbalist group of bankers that want nothing but a one-world government, a one-world religion, a one-world currency, and under Noahide laws. That's where we found ourselves. So is there hope for the United States of America? Yes. If we, the patriots, go to our pastors, listen to me, and say, what is wrong with you? Why won't you tell the truth? How bad does it have to get before you wake up in the pulpit and you start discussing the political issues that are affecting every single one of us? And if we don't do that, if we don't get bold enough to tell our pastors that, then we as patriots, and Sharon said this to me yesterday, Austin, your mom said this to me yesterday, Ted, it's about time that we start having our own church services and bypass the mainstream religious church services and start having people meet in groups in our homes in order to tell them the truth of what's happening, which, by the way, is what Austin and I do with you guys every single day. Because people said to me the other day, one of, my, one of our listeners wrote in and said, we'd like to have you talk more about the nutrition aspects of what we talk about. And we do. We try to cover nutrition as much as we can. And my response to all of the folks who want to talk more about nutrition is, we will. But here's the thing. The person also said, I don't want to hear any more about the Bible because I study the Bible and I don't want to hear about the Zionists. Let me explain something to you guys. If I don't tell you guys what's going on, especially with all of the new listeners coming in. Now, I understand that some of you know about the Zionists and the Kabbalists, and I've talked about this a lot over the last six, seven years. I have. Here's why I do that. Because we have huge amounts of new listeners coming in every single day who've never heard me talk about any of this stuff. So some of the stuff that we have to cover has to be done from a redundant standpoint to bring everybody up to speed so everybody understands what we're talking about when we talk about Noahide laws and we talk about the mark of the beast and we talk about the beast system and a one-world government. Because if we don't discuss this with the Kabbalah and the Zohar and what these people believe and what they do, then the folks that are calling in and tuning in and deciding to listen to our show are confused. And they have no idea what we're talking about because it doesn't make any sense to them because they've been asleep. And now we're trying to wake them up. That's why you have to give me a little bit of leeway, guys, as far as going back to the beginning and basically going back and talking about this stuff, especially about the blood of Jesus. It's so important. And I know, well, I've heard you speak about the blood of Jesus again. Well, good. You get to hear me speak about it again. Because if we don't discuss this with the people, and all I want to talk about is how to increase B vitamins in your system, which we could do that too. We did that the other day. You know, we're not going to do what we need to do to try to help the United States of America. Because quite frankly, if we don't fix this, we'll be like Europe. They're going to block all vitamin sales like they did in Europe. And they're not going to allow us to have supplements to basically increase our immune systems like they've already done in Europe. Why? Because the globalists don't want us to have supplements because they want us to stay sick 
so they can keep us in a hospital and extract the last dime you possibly could have in your savings account to try to correct yourself because you're sick and dying. This is what they want. And this is the problem that we have right now is that, you know, we're trying to be a voice, and it's not a problem, it's a challenge that we have. We're trying to be a voice in the wilderness so that you guys know what's really going on. It's like Austin said, we're in a movie. And, you know, I don't realize, I know you guys understand this because I've talked about it. That's pretty much what we are and what we're in. And these clowns are reading a script. Trump huddled and hid in his limo yesterday. Huddled and hid. Where's the leadership in that? Got out there, got everybody stoked up with a doggone rally speech, which I didn't think he'd do yesterday. I didn't think he'd do because I knew this would be the outcome. I didn't think he was this crazy to do this unless he was going to step into a leadership role, which he has not done. Well, he's rebuilt 450 miles of border fence. Well, he rebuilt 450 miles of border fence. That's a fact. That need to be rebuilt. But you know, he has only built a, probably a few dozen new miles of border fence. You know, he has the Kabbalists. Jared and Ivanka in the White House telling him what to do. He has more Goldman Sachs folks, more CFR people in his White House administration than any other president in recorded history that I know of. And yet he keeps giving us the rhetoric to tell us how great he is. The guy is a complete and total megalomaniac. No, no offense to those of you who wish to support him. He, he, can't, he can't even admit he's wrong. He, he can't say anything besides how great he is and how wonderful he is. I mean, it's nauseating. And I have called him out and called him out for the past three years. I have. And so is Austin. And everything we told you was going to happen has happened. You know, well, you're telling and trying to tell us that Joe Biden's going to be better. No, Joe Biden is not going to be better. Joe Biden will probably be worse. And Kamala Harris is, she's a complete and total Zionist. Her husband's Jewish. Just, to th just thought I'd mention something to you guys. Biden's senile. Harris will be running the administration. And the person telling her what to do will be her Jewish husband, who basically is all pro-Israel and pro-Zionism. So we have a situation here that the inner country has been usurped. And it has been for a long, long time. The problem is the vast majority of talk show hosts, like I told you guys yesterday, even all media are the synagogue of Satan. And we're in a situation now where we have to continue to tell the truth of what's happening, which is, becoming, which is going to become increasingly more difficult as time passes because they're going to be passing all kinds of laws against the First Amendment and freedom of speech in the United States now that we have weirdos in the White House that are even worse than Donald Trump was. But we have to continue to tell the truth of who these people are, what they believe in. And we also have to continue to give you hope that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is the author, he is the finisher, he is the perfecter of our faith. And through him all things are possible. And that we are not born of a spirit of timidity, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And we've got to keep our hearts and our minds focused on Jesus. And quite frankly... This QAnon nonsense is coming to a screeching halt right now. And people are going to get out of their doggone, how should I say, zombie-like state and trance of QAnon. And they're going to realize it's time to get to work. And we will be energized as a patriot community with Biden. As sad as that is, we're going to realize that it's time to stop playing games with these clowns in D.C. 
and stop relying on the 25-dimensional chess that Donald Trump is playing. And he's absolutely brilliant. And everything he's doing has a purpose and a plan. No, he does not. He does not. And he never did. It was a lie by QAnon, which is a CIA psychop run out of city core in New York City. That's who ran this QIA. I told you guys this. Yep. I released all that information last summer. Remember this, guys. It's time now to wake up and to get energized. Austin, what do you think? Well, the, the Q was instrumental in doing exactly what it did. That's it exactly kept the right. American patriots at bay until there was very little left to do until what we've seen now. You know, and I've, I've seen a ton of people go absolutely berserk about what happened yesterday in the Capitol building. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not even saying it's wrong. I'm telling you that there is reached a point in the country where people are having enough. And the question is, I ask myself and I ask everybody listening on the show, how far are we going to take this? Or are we just going to basically absorb what they've told us and submit like good little peasants? It's funny, you know, spare me the rhetoric about the violence yesterday, because quite frankly, I didn't see any part of the Capitol building set on fire. I didn't. I remember back in June, there were numerous fires with the Black Lives Matter and Antifa terrorist riots that were completely and totally unnecessary what they were doing. There was there was no they weren't running around trying to protest something legitimate. They're just running around terrorizing stuff. I mean heck, in Portland they had a hundred days straight of rioting and violence and burning buildings down. That didn't happen yesterday. What we did see is we saw a group, whether or not infiltrated by Antifa or not, we saw a group that basically had enough. There's a quote that I always liked from the movie Lawless about bootlegging and prohibition and the guy in the movie in one part it says that he goes it's not the violence that sets men apart but it's the distance he is prepared to go and that's kind of where we're at right now at what point how far are we willing to take this you know it was grossly troubling to me to see Trump do a speech rally which I was actually proud of yesterday he did at first I was very stoked and then turn around and get on Instagram and get on Facebook and Twitter and put out a video and basically tell everybody the election has been stolen, but it is what it is. Everybody needs to go home and just deal with it. That's what he said. If you guys watched it, his Twitter was taken down immediately, and he basically has been suspended for 24 hours. Now, something that was almost even more disturbing to me about what happened yesterday was what Facebook put out. Now, very few people have probably seen this. I screenshotted it from one of the uh, pages that we follow. Um, and so if you guys noticed this morning when you woke up, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the likes, all the social media platforms, pretty much almost all, all of the videos from yesterday have been removed. All of them. Nobody, you, you should find me one that's still up on regular social media platforms. They're all gone. And a post was put up by an individual, basically a, a page called the Typical Liberal. And what it is, it's basically like, almost like a spoof on the real far-left liberal. And he screenshotted and posted what Facebook sent him on his violations of what he was posting. And, of course, as soon as he posted what they sent him, his page was basically uh, suspended again. And they basically 
put him in you know lockdown. He's got a backup page. And what's interesting about this, this is what it said right here. It's from Facebook. We are searching for and removing the following content. Praise and support of storming of the U.S. Capitol. Calls to bring weapons to locations across the U.S., not just in Washington, but anywhere in the U.S., including protests. Incitement or encouragement of events at the Capitol, including videos and photos from any protest. They represent promotion of criminal activity, which violates our policy. Calls for protest, even peaceful ones, if they violate the curfew in D.C. Any attempt to restage violence tomorrow or in the coming days. As part of this, we removed from Facebook and Instagram the recent video of President Trump speaking about the protest and his subsequent post about the election results. We made the decision that based on balancing these posts contributing to the risk of ongoing violence. I don't even know what to say right now as far as the level of censorship. Now, you can rewind and listen to what I just said, and I'll try to get a screenshot of this and post it up on the website. Um, this right here, the suppression of any and all speech of what's going on is more disturbing to me than even a protest or even a riot. I'll be honest with you. Because what they just said in doing this, and they did it, by the way. They took down everything overnight. What they just said in this is, no dissent will be tolerated. You will do what you're told to do. You will not question the narrative. You will not protest. You will not disobey orders. You will not do anything that we do not approve of, or we will take it down. That's what they just said in this. We're coming in to the next phase of the new America, I guess you could call it, and they're getting everybody prepped to do so. This is why now every single mainstream media outlet has gone in and pretty much called the Patriots yesterday. They've now they're now coined. I told Des it's going to happen yesterday, and Schumer's the one who first said it. They're calling them domestic terrorists now. What happened yesterday? Domestic terrorists. Even though there were no weapons brandished in the Capitol, they didn't storm in with five or six hundred guys, militia armed, you know, with M4s. It, that didn't happen. They they were unarmed from what I saw, and for the most part, they weren't even that violent. But at some point in time, you have to ask yourself, how far are we going to let it go? How much thievery in elections are we going to let it go? We know we now know that there is there is no true election anymore in this country. That is gone, and the fact that they use Dominion voting machines for the Georgia runoff again yesterday boggles my mind. I can't even understand that still right now. That they redid the election and they used Dominion voting machines again when we already proved dramatically that they can be manipulated and changed. They have a doggone Ethernet plug-in into them, guys. Anything that can connect to the Internet can be hacked or manipulated. Anything. Anything. Oh, you, you ask your local IT guy that. So we use the same voting machines they cheated on the first time, and then we expected to have a true election again in Georgia, and of course they did exactly what they wanted to do. They got the House, they got the Senate, and they got the presidency now to do anything and everything they want, including ram through any type of gun bills, weapons bills, body armor bills, ammunition bills, anything they want. This is why ammunition literally skyrocketed overnight, if you guys saw that or not. Already, ammunition's insanely expensive. It's going to say, I mean, it's, it's two and three times what it used to be. Well, Gunbroker, which is a huge online website for guns and ammunition, of course, it's all legal. If you buy a firearm, it comes through FFL, but you can order ammunition straight to your home. And uh, primarily, it's kind of like eBay for weapons and ammo. The ammunition prices 
literally almost doubled on top of what they were already were last night. I mean, you're talking five, five, six ammo going for two, three dollars around some of the bids I saw last night. I'm not joking. You can go in there and look it up yourself. Insane prices. Insane prices. Why is that? Because America knows what's happening. We just saw what happened yesterday. Now is it all gonna come crashing down in the next couple days? No, I don't think so. So don't 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 put your body armor and your helmet on and start running around outside. Sky is not falling yet. This is gonna be a slow demise if we don't stand up. Now, the resistance that I've continued to tell everybody about all last year is now going to start having to become much, much more escalated if we want to stand our ground and maintain a republic. The reason why, and Dad nailed it on the head, the entire aspect of COVID was timed exactly the way they wanted it. That was not an accident at, at all. The COVID virus release was not an accident. The timing wasn't an accident. Nothing about it was an accident. It was all strategically timed. And a lot of it is exactly what Dad said. It was designed to basically be a soft attack. It was to soften up the country, to get people real compliant, real subservient, real submissive, follow orders, wear a mask, stand six feet apart, don't open your business, you're not essential, go home, you can't be outside, curfew's 10 o'clock. I mean, think about that for a second. Think about what you just said. Think about what a lot of people allowed themselves to be subjected to this year. I was absolutely non-compliant about anything. Neither was Dad. Most of my friends, zero compliance. The job of the government is not to protect me from a virus. The job of the government is there to protect my rights and listen to what I have to say. A government by the people, for the people. Not a government for the elite so they can make more money and turn into multi, multi, multi millionaires. I still don't understand how individuals in Senate and Congress are worth 40, 50, 60, 80, 100 million dollars on a $170,000 a year salary. I mean, I get it. I'm being sarcastic. I know exactly how they do it with bribes, kickbacks, and lobbying money, special interest groups. I mean, obviously, we know that. And hence, where we are now. We have a group now of elitists that run the country. This, see, the thing is, it was never, you were never supposed to get wealthy by being in politics. It was actually the complete opposite. It was like your civic duty to serve and be a leader and basically represent your district and your area. That's what the whole thing was about. That's what a republic is based on, is you serving your community and basically being the voice for your people. You listen to what they say. You came in. You traveled to D.C. You made your voice heard. You made sure that the voice of everybody you represented was heard, and then you went back to your area. You didn't fly on private jets two and three times a week back and forth from California to D.C. at the expense of the taxpayer money, running up $70,000 a year liquor bills on those private jets back and forth to D.C. at the expense of taxpayer money. It was none of that. Are you kidding me right now? But that's where we are. And so we reach a point in time again, as like I just said earlier, with what happened yesterday. How far are we willing to take it? It's not the violence that separates it. It's the distance we're prepared to go. Yesterday was, in my opinion, a very, very good example of why individuals in politics should listen to the people that they allegedly represent. Because quite frankly, if they wanted to make that a very serious problem yesterday, they could make a serious problem. Like I said, there were no armed militia didn't go in there. They didn't go in there with four, five, six hundred, a thousand individuals armed up, body armor, retired military, rangers, 
Marsoc retired. They didn't do that. They could have easily done that. They forced entry in pretty easy. They would have got a lot easier time if they had a full fire team in there. I'm not condoning that. I'm not saying they should have done that. But what I'm saying is there was no level of significant violence that was displayed yesterday that showed me a lot of the individuals didn't want to just prove a point. That's exactly what they did. So, again, how far are we prepared to take this? And Dad's nailed it, too, as far as with the pastors. Why are the pastors so scared to talk about current events? I mean that sincerely. I mean, that, that's why I have such an issue with so many churches now, why I have such a hard time even going to a lot of churches. They want to go in and give you a bubblegum for the brain sermon, tell you how great everything is, which I'm not of a problem being positive at all. But then you talk to the pastors about certain things. They don't want to talk about it. They don't talk about anything in the pulpit. They don't, they don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or hack off anybody in the congregation. Well, guys, the time of diplomacy is long past. If you guys didn't pick up on that yesterday, the time for the pastors, and this is the reason why, and I saw a, a meme on this a couple months ago, and it kind of hit me, and I said, you know what? It made sense. I said, during the Revolutionary War, the build-up to it, majority of the militia, the majority of people that basically were t uh, you know, met up to discuss what was going on, where they meet at? They met at restaurants, they met at pubs, and they met at churches. This is very, very clearly displayed in the film Patriot and numerous other movies that are set in that time. So isn't it ironic that the three main businesses that still, in most cases, have been shut down, all while Costco, Sam's, Amazon, apparently you can't get COVID at Amazon or Costco or any of those places, but you can get COVID if you walk into a small mom-and-pop restaurant. But isn't it funny that pubs, bars, restaurants, and churches – were the main thing that they've continued to shut down all across the country. And that tells you something, doesn't it? And I said this from the very beginning of COVID. I said, they don't want people congregating and talking without being monitored. People talk in bars. People talk in restaurants. People congregate and talk in church. They wanted to stop all of that. They wanted all the traffic, all the chatter, everything to be online, on phones, on texts, on computers. I said this from the very beginning. And now you can see that's exactly what has started to happen. This is where we're at right now. And so, again, we have to continue to stand true and continue to stand our ground. And for by all means, people go, well, I don't know what to do. I, you know, I'm not sure what I can, if I can make a difference. Sure you can. Stop complying with unlawful, unconstitutional orders with COVID. That's the first thing. Stop being a sheep. Stop wearing a mask when you walk into a doggone store. Stop acting like you're some compliant little child that needs to have their bottle fed to them and their diaper changed because the all-powerful government knows what's best for you. Newsflash, they've never cared about your health for the last hundred years. Why do you think they would start now? If they cared about your health, why would they still allow aspartame and high fructose corn syrup and red 40 and sucralose and a whole list of other preservatives to be laid in almost every single food you buy at the store? Why would they allow all types of pharmaceutical drugs to be pushed on the American populace, which has caused largely the vast amount of our health problems? Why would they inject people with compounds including mercury that is one of the most, if not the most, neurotoxic substance known to man and have it injected into your arm all in the name of making sure you stay healthy? They don't care about your health. They never have. They never will. This is what their goal is to do. 
understand what's happening right now, my friends. Continue. The biggest thing we can do right now is get the information out there and wake more and more people up. That rally was huge yesterday. I mean, there were millions of people in D.C. Millions of people. And we're going to see where this goes from now. I mean, now now they have curfew, like little children, like they're little six-year-old kids. They have a curfew now in D.C., which I've never abided by federal curfews or state curfews, even when they try to do one here at all under any circumstances. Unless it's something, obviously, there's no reason to go out. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go out just to prove a point, but I'm not going to rush home either to make sure I'm back home. The ability to travel freely, unmolested on your way is something that has to be maintained because that is the next step. They've already done this now. They've already restricted just about every aspect of our lives, including traveling, and they're going to try to do that as the next key lockdown point. And they've already done it in numerous places. That'll be the next step they try to do. And until people say no, until people start having significant civil disobedience, like we see up in New Jersey with the Atlas gym up there, until people want to say no, I'm not going to take this anymore. We're going to get the same old, same old. So again, spare me the hoorah-rah propaganda about what happened yesterday and how, oh, this is so bad. They shouldn't do this. They shouldn't do that. They need to just be peaceful. They were peaceful. They went into a building that we pay for, that we subsidize, that we maintain, and that we completely and totally own. The taxpayer money, if it all stopped, they would not have any money to maintain it unless they just went to the Fed and started having to print more money, which is what they already automatically do. <laughs> so again, continue to speak the truth about what's really happening unshamefully and show your face and breathe fresh air and stop submitting to unlawful, illegal, unconstitutional regulations that have no business being in part of America right now. Vitamin C, vitamin D, and basically the uh, zinc. I've already told you how to do it. I've, I've, I've talked to people almost every single day that test positive for COVID. Every single person that has listened to me has come back extremely healthy, feeling better than better than ever once they dig it over everything. Why? Because our body is designed to handle its system properly. We have an immune system. It's something that God actually gave us in our body. Imagine that. We have a natural regulatory system that fights off viruses naturally. Oh, my gosh. Such a crazy idea. <laughs> so, again... Continue to stand up and speak your mind on everything that's going on. And by all means, get the information on this vaccine out too because that's something else they're going to completely bury, which they already are now. And this may have been one of the things they knew is simply why they rolled out the vaccine right now because they've already had this vaccine. Remember, Israel already said they had the vaccine developed back in February as soon as COVID came out. So isn't it ironic the vaccine gets rolled out the very end of the year right when all this stuff is happening and now – you're not going to hear one single thing on the mainstream media outlet about individuals dying, about them passing out, about them having seizures, about them having to be hospitalized. All over the country right now, this is happening from the vaccine, and nobody is talking about it on the mainstream media at all anymore, Dad. What do you think about that? Also, that was an absolute excellent segment. I just really enjoyed listening to you talk about that. You're absolutely right. The they don't care about our health. Yesterday, I had a friend of mine that I've known since like first grade. I mean, I'm talking like 60 years. And he basically is a, an appliance repair guy. And he's my age. He's like 60. He, he's 66 now. And he used to be on Health Master Supplements. He was doing great. And then he turned 65. And he went on, you know, on basically Medicare, you know, for his 65 years. 
and they immediately took him off all the supplements that he was on. They immediately put him on statin drugs. They did all of these things to him, and he can't even construct a sentence now. He completely has no ability to think at all. And now he's having all kinds of statin-induced side effects, including memory loss, including heart palpitations, including an enlarged prostate, all of these problems. All of his entire health has gone straight to HE double sticks within a year after he got on the government program and got on all the drugs. You think, well, why would they do that? Well, because, you know, the sheeple don't deserve to live long and draw Social Security because they become a non-productive slave and they become a useless eater, according to Henry Kissinger. Arthur's right. That's what they see us as. They see us as basically overwhelming the world, the, the globe, and they've got to reduce our population. And they're basically doing it with all of these different drugs, creating all of these different problems. And basically, now they're going to inject us with who knows what with nanobots, nanoparticles that tie directly into our brain and central nervous system where they can actually start controlling our thoughts, according to the book of Revelation. You know, the, the end's going to get unbelievably bad. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. In the days of Noah, every thought was evil all of the time. So here we have a situation where we look back now on yesterday, we go, where was Donald Trump's leadership? We saw his rhetoric. Though he, he sat huddled in his car. And again, I mentioned this last night, I was on Jeff Rentz's show. We're going to have a situation now where nationalism, and I said this a year ago, nationalism is going to be a caricature of Donald Trump and what happened yesterday, and anybody who tries to run on a nationalistic, basically, platform for even local elections, people are going to say, oh, my God, it's another Donald Trump. What's wrong with you? Because he's basically tainted the entire picture of nationalism. He's, an or he's a moron is what he is. He can't even construct a sentence together. And yet we wanted to make him the 5D-dimensional chess player who basically had a plan that nobody could understand because she was so far beyond the rest of us as far as mental acuity. It's nonsense. The boy basically doesn't have the ability to do what he said he's going to do. And he had never intentions on to do what he said he was going to do. He never had that intention to do that. Franklin Graham said it very succinctly yesterday, and I'll give Franklin Graham credit for this. He said, the U.S.'s sins are a stench in the nostrils of our creator. And he said, quote, God's judgment is coming in the United States and we are in trouble because basically we have the killing of the unborn without limit. And this is where we find ourselves again because we have fallen into the, basically the, how should I say, Austin, I can hear you breathing, buddy. We have fallen into a situation where we basically, you know, don't know what to do, and we don't know how to turn back to God, because like Austin said, our pastors in the pulpit have not come in and done what they needed to do. And so now we have darkness falling upon the United States, and now we don't know what to do, because all of a sudden we are starting to see what we've talked about here for years. I mean, Omar is now saying, I am drawing up articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. Senator Rand Paul says, violence and mob rule is wrong and un-American. Well, I hate to say this to you, Rand Paul, but you sure did fall a long ways from your dad as far as from the tree. We've got all of this stuff happening right now. 
we got all of this stuff happening in the United States right now, like we mentioned about earlier. McConnell and Schumer, dual Israeli citizens. Schumer says, the stain of the capital siege won't halt the clockwork of democracy. You mean socialism, don't you, Schumer? You communist? That's what you mean, right? Unbelievable. And, of course, Congress continued to certify the electoral books last night, making Joe Biden president-elect. And, of course, the big banks on Wall Street, let's not forget the Rothschild boys, they are condemning the protesters at the U.S. Capitol. Think about that, guys. The nation's biggest banks on Wall Street are condemning the protesters who breached the United States Capitol on Wednesday and opposed the certification of the 2020 presidential election by Congress. Though we know it's a cheated election, it doesn't make any difference. We're not supposed to be involved in any of that. And Donald Trump says there will be an orderly transition now on January the 20th. So he's capitulating because he realizes that he's about to get himself impeached and he don't want to get impeached. And Trump's deputy national secretary, Matt Pollan Pottinger, now is resigning because of what happened yesterday. And Trump, remember when he declared himself the chosen one and when Wayne Allen Root said he was the king of Israel? And now Donald Trump is beginning to realize just maybe he wasn't who he thought he was. But, you know, let's talk about it for a second. How much support should we give to Israel when we know that Israel's the one who used Mossad to hire Jeffrey Epstein, who is an employee of Israel? Why, why don't we think about that for a second? Let me play you what Nancy Pelosi said. This is, this is so important that you guys understand this. Remember, Jeffrey Epstein now has been proven to be an employee of Israel. And Jeffrey Epstein has gone out and basically blackmailed thousands of people here in the United States, our political leaders. And she was actually having a meeting here, Nancy Schuber was. So she was with billionaire Ham Sabin, and he's also was with dual Israeli citizen Chuck Schuber. And this is a this is a recent IAC conference. And here's what Nancy Pelosi said. I'm gonna let you listen to this. I'm gonna let you listen to this right now. Come on, Nancy, let's see if you can talk here about this. Of course it's looking to I'm trying to get this recording to come up, and of course it doesn't want to come up, so we'll have to do something a little different here. Gosh, I hate it when this happens. This is, what, this is what you get on live radio, guys, so it just is what it is. But guys, let me basically say this. She's, she basically said if the capital were to crumble, that her support for Israel would not change, that they would continue to support Israel. Isn't that interesting that she would say that? Here you go. If this capital crumbles to the ground, one thing that would remain is our commitment to our aid, and I don't even call it aid, our cooperation with Israel. That's fundamental to who we, fundamental uh, to... Do one more time. When they ask me, if this capital crumbles to the ground, the one thing that would remain is our commitment to our aid, and I don't even call it aid, our cooperation with Israel. Okay, so what we have here, we have we have Pelosi saying that if the capital crumbles to the ground, we will continue to give money and support and basically work with Israel, who just blackmailed us via the Mossad, who just blackmailed our congressional leaders and our elected officials with sex tapes with young girls. But no matter what happens, even if our capital completely crumbles, guys, if you can't see this interaction and this relationship now between what's going on and who's running our country, uh, I don't know how to make that any more clear than what she just said. We will know, even if the capital crumbles to the ground, you know, 
<laughs> all the articles yesterday, like Trump, Austin is saying, is being, are being pulled off of Facebook. And now the AP wire, Rothschild controlled AP wire says chaos, violence, mockery as pro-Trump mob occupies Congress. Guys, it never is going to end until we start standing up. Right now, the CDC is telling the airlines to deny boarding privileges to the people on the airplanes who have not had their vaccines so that the vaccine industry can determine who gets to fly and travel freely and unmolested on their way. I mean, think about this for a second, folks. You know, we have been under siege. What they've done to us is no less than the siege of Okinawa. They have bombarded us and bombarded us and bombarded us and bombarded us and bombarded us until the American population is basically just on its knees begging to go out to a restaurant, begging to go to church, begging to walk freely unmolested on the sidewalk without strapping on a face diaper. The United States has absolutely been destroyed in this last year with this bombardment. And guess who bombarded us? It was Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the one who locked us down. Donald Trump is the one who gave us Operation Warp Speed. Donald Trump is the one who closed the country down for Easter and for Christmas. Donald Trump is the one who refused to fire Fauci. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. And then he basically wants us to believe that he has our best interest at heart. He does not. The only person, the only being, the only entity that cares about the United States more than his own life is Jesus Christ, period. And we, the patriots, we, the American Christians, we have to stand on our feet now and stand firm in the knowledge that it's only Jesus who's going to get us out of this mess because he is the author, he's the finisher, he's the perfecter of our faith. And we have to get the pulpits to start talking and doing what they need to do again. And tell the people the truth. It's like Austin said. The pubs, <laughs> the restaurants, <laughs> and, the, and the pulpit and the churches were the ones that allowed the Revolutionary War to take place because the people sat and talked. But we have been programmed and brainwashed by these TV sets and these radios to only believe what they want us to believe and only to believe their rhetoric. And then when they realized that they weren't being quite good enough as far as their brainwashing technique, they decided to go ahead and hamstring the pastors and hamstring the churches and lock them down and go after alt-media and go after and do censorship to all alt-media shows that were telling the truth. I told you guys, two years ago, they already censored us on YouTube. Two years ago, before all the other alt-media censorship started. And guess who was president when all of this censorship took place? Yeah, that would be Donald Trump. Donald Trump sat back and watched alt-media get censored. The very media that put him into power. And guess what? Julian Assange is the one who got Donald Trump elected with the WikiLeaks and with the information on Podesta and Clinton and the blood cooking and all the soul cooking and all the weird, sick stuff these people were involved with. Yet, He's not pardoned Assange. He hasn't pardoned anybody who needs to be pardoned at this point. He hasn't. Why? Because he's being controlled and being told what to do. I love you guys. Always remember, keep your hearts and your faith in Christ. Keep your eyes on Jesus. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And this is 
this is where we're starting to see, and is exactly what Dad said about nationalism. We have to now more than ever maintain <laughs> our nationalistic identity because that's exactly what they're trying to do is they're trying to remove the country's nationalism. And what's so funny, it's not even funny, it's irritating, but it's almost ironic, is they've now tried to make nationalism synonymous with being racist, which they're two actually opposed words. Nationalism means everybody in your nation is the same. Everybody in your nation needs to be proud of where they're from, meaning we're all proud Americans. It doesn't matter what your heritage is. We're Americans together. But see, they don't like that because when you're unified as a country, you're unstoppable. That's why they try to divide us so much. That's why you got idiots running into LA Fitness now, pulling out guns, saying they're going to shoot people that basically don't wear masks, getting arrested. It's just stupid stuff like that. But of course, that that didn't make anything on national news. Nobody brought that up. Why? Because they want to push the anti-nationalism agenda. There is now discussions on CNN where they're saying now advocating for a new amendment for the Constitution to prevent Trump or anyone like him from ever taking office again. What does that even mean? Anyone like him? What, I mean, that, that's a bit vague statement. What do you mean? Somebody that's a pro-nationalist? Somebody that's pro-American? Somebody that runs on the platform, make America great again? They hated that. They hated that slogan. You could watch the far-left communist liberals grit their teeth when people would say that. It made them so mad. It made me laugh to no end. I'd go, Why? are you American? Well, yeah, American. Why does it make you mad if we want to make America great again? Does, that, that is such a positive statement. What in the world do you have a problem with that? Well, Donald Trump's racist. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's... It's <laughs> nothing even to do with it. But again, that's what they're trying to do. That's why now I saw, um, I think Mathis, the old, you know, Mathis, complete turncoat coward, you know, basically who was the uh, defense secretary originally, he basically came in and said um, that Trump needs to be exiled. And all, all these people are coming out now and saying all this stuff about how, you know, we can't allow somebody like this to get in again. This is dangerous. This is treason. And um, what boggles my mind is the fact that you actually have people that don't want to be proud of their country. But then you go, wait a minute. This is exactly what happened with the Bolshevik Revolution. They thought they were going to change Russia because the czars were so bad. They brought in Stalin. They thought, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. We're going to bring in communism. Newsflash to everybody. Communism doesn't work. All you got to do is pick up a book and find out real quick why. But you still have those individuals that want to promote that. And so that's why it is now more important than ever that we continue to maintain our nationalism, to reject communism at all costs, and to protect our heritage, our communities, and our country, and our constitution. So again, thank you so much for the support. Continue to get the truth out there. Other aspects as far as social media, I know people have a lot of different other platforms they're looking at now. I told you we're still looking at doing Parlor. We need to get on that on top of that, honestly. I've had so much other things going on right now. But I mean, when you when you see Facebook and Instagram delete hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of posts in a short time span yesterday, that shows you right there how they want to control the narrative. They don't want people waking up. They don't want people realizing that we own the Capitol building. That is our property that we pay for. That's the irony that nobody seems to understand. A government by the people, 
for the people. It doesn't say a government by the elitist for the globalist bankers. It doesn't say that. So again, thank you again. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com. A lot of people have been stocking up and getting everything, you know, right now. Um, make sure if you do order anything, Please understand, the shipment delays are a couple days right now, not from our end. We're packing stuff out and getting it out same day, but there's definitely some significant delays. So I've encouraged everybody, if you need something or if you're trying to stock up, grab another bottle. You know, if you need something else, I'm just being honest with you, that way you have stuff on backup because you never know at a certain point in time when transit can stop. I mean, what we're seeing right now, quite frankly, what we saw in 2020, obviously 2021 is going to get a complete and total ridiculous turn now as we see how it's already started. So, again, thank you for the support. Continue to stay healthy. Continue to keep your immune system strong. The vitamin C with the quercetin, the D3, and the zinc, I've told you guys, that is the platform, the power pack, I guess you put it, that everybody needs to be on, especially if you're trying to maintain your immune system, especially if you're in cold weather areas right now without a lot of sunshine. Stay strong. Continue, my friends, to speak the truth and talk to everybody about what's going on. Continue to get the information out there. Get the word out there. And by all means, keep your business open. Show your face. Breathe fresh air. Don't submit not to this. This is not the time or the place. This is not the time to fall back now. Thank you again. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.